two can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. And guess what, everybody? It's time for another bonus episode here. Bonus! Andrew, I paid $5 for that sound effect. What do you think? Is it high enough quality for uh, <clears throat> five? Yeah, in- you- I'm sorry, five installments of $5. I need to say. It's 20, <laughs> oh, $25. wow. No, you got ripped off then. I thought. No. Oh, man. Sorry. It said it was it said it was authentic reggaeton dance hall <laughs> air horn was what it was listed as. Uh, <laughs> Sounded but, like it came uh, right out of your mouth. But um, yeah. All right. Hmm. Good, well, good I also job. made good it, but then I had to, you know, I didn't get it for free, you know. <laughs> Uh, Andrew, it is in fact a bonus episode. I'm gonna get it all the use out of that one as I as I can, Andrew. It was expensive after all. Uh, and um, we're gonna talk with a game designer today, Andrew. Get the other side of the issue. You and I are always grilling these games. Know what I mean? Yes. And uh, and it's about time we got our butts grilled. Know what I mean? <laughs> so we decided, hey, we're one of those guys. We go. Uh, Hey, I'm open to the other side of the issue or whatever. No, not like going on uh, Joe Rogan or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and so we're going to talk with a game designer specifically today. And so today, Andrew, let's talk with Ben from Upsize Fun, makers of Hydro Soakers. Hey, Ben. Hi. How's it going? Thank you for having me. Absolutely, our pleasure. Thanks for coming on the show and talking to us, Ben. Um, so, Ben, Upsize Fun is the name of the company. And what you are most known for right now is Hydro Soakers, which is you basically have that game all ready to go. And the Kickstarter is going to launch in May of 2022. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, we originally uh, we originally had it uh, slated for May of this year. But with all yep. the back end issues and stuff, I think it was oh, yeah. the best decision to uh, just push it back and kind of just build a community for the next year yep. until we launch. Totally makes sense. Uh, Pete, you sound like you know a lot about Ben here. You, you guys aren't friends, mm-hmm. right? Just oh, checking. good point. Uh, hey, Ben, we got to clear something up here because our listeners are about to hit stop on their podcast. Uh, they, <laughs> they're going to they're gonna assume this one's a counterfeit uh, because it sounds like we're being a little too friendly. We got to confirm for them, Ben, so that they keep listening. We are, uh, we're not friends, are we? Uh, that is correct. We are absolutely not friends. Okay, okay good. Perfect. They're breathing a sigh of relief as we speak. <laughs> we can keep uh, talking about hydro soakers then. <laughs> we can keep talking about hydro soakers. Uh, yeah, Ben. So of course, um, uh, for those maybe not uh, you know in the know or or whatnot, that there are tons of issues that still stemming from the pandemic that have kind of made ripples out uh, and um, shipping and um, basically manufacturing and shipping many things. But this also hits board games pretty hard. Uh, is pretty wild these days. Everything's backed up. Everything's more expensive as a result. Um, and so it is a tough time to be um, kind of an independent maker of a board game and trying to figure out how you would manufacture and, and ship your game. So it, oh, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't think about, and I didn't even think of this, to be honest with you, but the manufacturers getting the supplies and materials um, that just compounds on your not not just that, but then you're shipping the actual game. So yep. even them just getting materials and supplies shipped to them. Um, right. Just, Good point. 
every up. step of the process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I literally had here's an anecdote from my life, which is that we uh, at work, we had somebody paint an awesome mural on a wall and they were going to make these little plywood cutouts that were going to pop out of the wall too, just a few here and there. And they were like, it turns out plywood is way oh, too expensive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's wow. going it, to, it's going to blow the quote out of the water essentially. So something as, as small as that is just getting plywood these days is, yeah. um, is pretty crazy. So yeah, it's kind of, it's a good idea to kind of wait till things settle down a little bit until, um, until you kind of take on such a big venture. Um, oh, yeah. but in the meantime, our listeners and anybody interested can Find this game not only on your website um, for Upsize Fun. They can also find it on um, certain, um, let's see, what's the word? We used to call them extensions, right, back in the day, Andrew? Andrew, I'm kind of dating myself a little bit. .exts, <laughs> uh, but certain applications like um, the web browser based the Tabletopia. And I think maybe do you have it up on um, Tabletop Simulator as well? Yeah, it is on Tabletop Simulator. Um, it's not... It has the basics to it. Um, still kind of working on it, but um, cool. it, you can. It's definitely playable. Um, it doesn't have all the um, coding and all that stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, but I'm trying to find a person right now actually who's going to help me with that. Um, yeah, I know what you mean, and, and put some like scripts in in the game on Tabletop yeah, Simulator. Yeah, it's serviceable but at the moment. Yeah, I was going to say, honestly, I, I, I can appreciate the scripts when, when Andrew and I play it, but it's definitely not necessary. So I, I can feel you for sure. I, I, I can always pick up those tokens myself kind of thing. You know what I mean, it almost turns into like a uh, video game when you have too many scripts going on, you know, at that point. Mm -hmm. But uh, it right. is. <laughs> to be honest with you, like the, I've, I've tried the tabletop simulator and it was great for, um, you know, the pandemic and all that. But and there's nothing beats just picking up dice or picking yeah. up an item just that tactile feel that just you can't yeah. really translate yeah i mean andrew 100%. and i can speak to that we uh, as we gear up for season two here we have done some sessions in person for the first time in you know a while so many months over a year obviously uh and it is completely different you know what i mean it's it yeah. is it's better i mean you know what i mean it's cool to be in person with your one friend of course me and andrew right. um and uh, as as cool as tabletop simulator is and and things of that nature and being able to do that overline is such a godsend especially for pandemic times you're right there's nothing nothing beats rolling some dice right next to the person you're playing yeah with. but yeah. um it, it is great for uh, i'm sorry it's great for um play testing and uh iterating and, and that kind of thing you get instant um uh, you can make corrections uh, instantaneously and then just play test it so yeah there, there there is definitely some value to it but um as far as playing a final game and getting that feel it's, it's nothing beats a physical copy yep I, i'm right with you 100 percent um hey ben uh now i've seen this game hydro soakers all over my twitter feed uh because you're just <laughs> sharing it all over there but some people listening might not yeah, be man. familiar can you tell us a little bit about because this definitely this game has a certain aesthetic it has a really cool theme i think so can you tell us a little yeah. bit about the game at yeah, this point sure. ben our listeners are probably they hear hydro soakers and they're like what is this a board game where you drink water uh, out of a huge <laughs> bottle you know what i mean yeah. and uh i mean as much as i would love for them to continue you know trying to come up with their own in their own head what the game is why don't we go ahead and <laughs> do a spoiler alert on the game yeah I, that's actually you know i might want to write that down might be a good idea yeah drinking water out of a big bottle i'm telling yeah, you do it do game. a chug <laughs> Uh, you know, ch chugging is very popular on YouTube these days. I'm trying to say Badlands Chugs. I, uh, I might get yeah. sued by him for saying his name, but that guy's great. And uh, there's other people who chug 
liquids as well. So maybe a board game. Maybe you maybe you hook up with Bad Badlands Chugs. Make a chugging there you go. Game. All kinds of ideas. But uh, yeah, no hydro soakers. Um, it's about those uh, hot summer afternoons with um, you're hanging with. Well, in your case, your one friend. Yes. Um, yep. And you're just battling out with uh, those those uh, water guns. You know those hydro soakers i'm gonna call them yes but, um, we yes. know what you're talking about yeah right um <laughs> yeah it's just a, it's basically just a um well it was a two-player game starting out which is i think what caught your attention oh yeah how'd you know <laughs> and <laughs> talking talking to a lot of people um publishers also um i did decide to uh raise that count to a uh three to four, but you can play two. The two player uh, game, I know you're shaking. Your head. <laughs> uh, we were, we were like, we got to grill, we got to grill Ben on this one. Because I know, he, I know. he betrayed us. He no, broke our no, this is the smartest. Obviously this is the smartest thing to do. Even if Andrew and I were to make a game, um, which, Hey, we're, Hey, we're kind of currently, uh, <laughs> we have a title, <laughs> uh, but, uh, anyway, we haven't done any work on it, but, uh, <laughs> we, I mean, I mean, we'd probably make it for more than, just well, if, if we were wanted, being, if we were trying to sell it no, no, yeah no. <laughs> so that uh, it makes perfect sense yeah the, um i knew i was gonna uh, let's put that on hold and you guys can grill me uh in a little bit about the uh move yeah. to uh three to four but <laughs> yeah. uh yeah hydro soakers you're just battling out with your water guns it's like uh, mm-hmm. a skirmish type yep. game um real simple rules uh, a lot of those real heavy miniatures games I'm not really fond of, so I, I like to streamline the rules and get it to um, something that you can just pull out and play real quick and you just have a good time. But um, you're trying to just eliminate the other team um, using water um, and uh, you got to manage your water a little bit because um, whenever you shoot, you're going to be uh, losing water and then you have to fill up and then try to time your attacks. So, it's got a lot going with um, the simple rules, and that's what I take a lot of uh, pride in. Yeah, uh, and you mentioned Ben that, um, that it is has some connection ha- or ha- kind of brings to mind skirmish games um, and heavy miniature games, like you talked about. And it's not really your thing, and I'm totally there with you. I know that those things exist; the war games exist. They're just not my thing. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and one thing that I love about Hydra Soakers is that. It, like you said, it, it it kind of like exists in that world, but it totally flips the script on it because not only is it more streamlined and a little bit simpler, like you said, like it's not as fiddly. It's, it doesn't have as many like, you know, different things, levers you have to pull and things like right. that for it. Um, it also is just the theme of it is way more fun and bright and happy you know what i mean it's not uh you're not on you know in gettysburg or whatever (laughs) and you know you're you you're the last battalion every other man you've known in your life has died right Uh, right. you know what i mean it's it is a game where you are a kid it's summertime you're on the beach and you're just in a water gun fight you know what i mean and everything's bright colors and there's pizza and soda and ice cream and stuff like that like i love it it's the it's the total antithesis kind of of like war games while also kind of existing within that world yeah that's uh that well that makes me feel good actually um yeah it's totally like harkens back to my childhood with uh you know the 90s kind of nickelodeon yes cartoony kind of stuff and uh, like rugrats and that kind of thing but um that, that was totally the the feel and look i was going for and 
and it makes me really happy that you you that was conveyed. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you about the artwork on this because I definitely, as soon as I saw this, I thought, oh, this is like, this is like Rugrats or something like that from, it's very 90s. It sticks right yeah. out. Andrew's uh, been talking about this artwork for months. I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just so nostalgic. Ben, you do the artwork for, the, for, for your games. Is that true? Yes. Yes, I do. I'm not, um, well, the reason it looks like the Rugrats is because I'm not like formally trained or anything. So <laughs> I just sketch it in a book and then I, you know, transfer it into the computer and I color it and then add a little extra, clean it up and then boom. But yeah. yeah. It's cool because I, I think that what it lacks in like, I don't know, uh, a, a Juilliard training right. or whatever, it makes up for in, in personality. Like it's, it's overflowing with personality. You know what I mean? Like you did a great job with, uh, how they look, the different accessories they have, you know, like somebody has a polar bear hat, somebody is wearing like a soda can helmet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and like, so that, those little touches are, are really cool. And they, and they, they serve to convey, like you said, that like being a kid summertime laid back fun, um, attitude and energy and vibe. So yeah, that's uh, it. They, and yeah. They are, you, those... uh, had mentioned those, those war games. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. Like the, the earth's not opening up and swallowing everybody whole. There's not like blood mm -hmm. and guts. It's yep. just, you pull this game out, have a little fun, and then you can move on to another game if you like or, or whatever. But you know, it, I think it'll serve a purpose, um, in that space. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, Ben, you had at some point talked about play testing and, and how easy that is with something like a tabletop simulator or, or any other kind of like, um, uh, sandbox, you know, application or something like that. But when you were talking about play testing in general, what came to mind was your, your wife, um, you list as a play tester for your company essentially, uh, and also serving the role of being like your biggest supporter and stuff like that on, on your website. Yeah. And, um, and I know that this is a very, you're a you know, your family is your company, essentially. It's you, your <laughs> wife, your kid. Uh, and so my question is, um, does she give you feedback when she play tests the game with you that actually leads to, to changes, you know what I mean, often? Um, or um... Well, she's not like, she's not really a big gamer, but mm -hmm. that's what I like. And that's why I like having that asset because it's just super fresh eyes and a different mindset. So when she usually consists of her, oh, wow, you made this, this is, you did this, and she's just surprised. I'm like, yeah. That's but, great. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, it's just reassuring and it drives you a little bit harder. But yeah. um, she is she is a, a kindergarten teacher and any mm -hmm. teaching moments or anything like that I could put or kind of sprinkle in there, yeah. um, I would definitely do, but um, it hasn't come up with this one particularly, but in the future for sure. I yeah. love that. And you say it hasn't come up with this one. Uh, so you have a few other games that you're working on as well or that you've already worked on, Ben. Can you tell us a little yeah, bit about uh, some of those? I saw um, a jousting one. I saw uh, yeah. a couple others. Well, the jousting one, I could lean into a little bit more historically accurate type stuff, but mm -hmm. I still like to keep the fun. Um, yes. It's not going to be like 90s. I'm going for more of a manuscript type look to it. Um, but... Uh, I would yeah, assume I'd, I'd use her for. I'm sorry. I was. I was going to say. I would assume two players, right? Jousting. That's got to be two players. Oh right. Oh, of course. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Although, now we're talking. No. I'm just, yeah. Uh, no. That's, that's strictly two. Um. There. You know, talking to the publishers. I mean, they, they really do push for like three and four. And, wow. Um, I I totally respect the two player 
games, which is right. why Hydra Stokers it started out completely as two players. That's yeah. it. And it's it retains the two player game, yeah. even with the three to four um, expansion or a, well, a three to four um, move to three to four players. Yeah, um, it's still the, two player in its soul. You know, it really is. It really <laughs> yeah. is. And then the yeah. three to four is more like okay, we have these two other guys here or girls here. Mm-hmm. Let's get them in there. But right. yeah, it, it, in its soul, it's two player. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, and of course, we, we've talked about how it's so dripping with nostalgia and it brings you back to your childhood, um, Ben specifically. And it honestly does that for Andrew and I. Um, and so awesome. I, my question for you is, are there any other games that you have played, Ben, that might give you this sense of nostalgia in the same way that Hydro Soakers does? I, I was trying to think of some other games today that kind of follow in that vein and i couldn't think of very many i know there's a newer one fort where you're a kid and you're kind of building yeah. a fort with your friends but I, I, most games are in a different they exist in a different realm you know what i mean yeah. like the only way the, the only way a lot of the games today would be nostalgic is if you are a you know uh ninth century peasant or something like that right, in, right, in right. Europe, you know unless <laughs> and maybe if those guys are still around they would be looking at you know and they go like man this brings me back to you know when i was yeah. Maybe Shuck they wouldn't look corn. back as fondly, though. But they <laughs> yeah, right. They'd be like, yeah, they'd be looking at their iPhone, going, "I'm not going back to that." <laughs> right. um, no, I can't. Yeah, that's that's a great uh, question. I can't think of any. Um, yeah, the closest it's one I can think of, and it's the one that kind of got me into the hobby, is King of Tokyo. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, it's just like cartoony and like it's mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm aiming for is that just quick, easy, simple rules. And just people just have fun. Yeah, that's uh, kind of a, a Saturday morning cartoon type yeah. vibe to it, which is the, which they share. I think that yeah, that's a good point. Now, if you really want to get some a nostalgia hit from a game, I would recommend one of the best ways to do that is to still have your games from the '90s and play okay. them today. Ben, I got to bring this up because I was amazed when I saw you post about this on Twitter. There's a game that that I completely forgot about called forbidden bridge oh that, yeah that you posted and i was like wow i didn't even realize i forgot that i had this game i used to play it all the time as a kid uh you still have your forbidden copy of forbidden bridge. bridge is that right i do yeah oh, it still God. works uh, it still works yeah right there's no there's no batteries at all that's the beauty it's really? all like mechanic yeah it's all mechanical and you push down i get i look inside but i mean you push down on the head and the gears just start rolling and yeah i mean it lasts forever and but, the, um, the bridge shakes it was like it was these little plastic adventurers and you went uh, across a river there was a commercial we would always sing it was like forbidden forbidden right forbidden. my, my brother is just going nuts if he's listening to this right now because we used to do that all the time <laughs> oh i'm looking at it now this is bringing back memories wow. oh yeah like all the um you, something else i might bring back memories are the uh goosebump games the oh, Terror mm-hmm. in the Graveyard was another one. That okay. thing, I mean, I played so much of that. And <laughs> it was just like, it was fun. And it had like that 90s color. It had the goosebumps, like, uh, you know, that slime and, and all that stuff. It was it was just awesome. But I, I made a I whole wondered. line of those, I think. That is very cool. I remember uh, speaking of like um, not needing batteries. Uh, I remember the Dizzy Dizzy Dinosaur was one where you would just it was just a wind up toy essentially, uh, oh, yeah. and you would just let it go and it would fling its tail. Remember that? 
Oh. And it would it would uh, fling its tail around and knock you off and stuff like that. Wouldn't These you? All, didn't yeah. you stack uh, you stacked caveman on top of each other or something? I think something like that. Yeah. yeah. And um, man, you know, there were a lot of really kinetic. I guess there still are like a lot of kinetic games these days, but they're yeah. they're always geared at younger people, I guess. Hmm. Well, it's funny that you um, were bringing this up because I had um, I watch a lot of tabletop uh, island with bernardo yeah. oh yeah um on youtube and i actually reached out to him he does like all those reviews of those older games and yes. i saw the forbidden bridge uh review and i thought it was awesome but um i reached out to him and he was like hey man i'll play this this looks awesome and he did and he did an awesome review mm. did like a little commercial for me and yes you know, i saw he, that it was great yeah oh man he like knocked it out the park oh, he's yeah. just been so supportive i just want to give him a little shout out but i mean for sure that's 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 his wheelhouse is those um like older yeah, games those yeah. retro yeah, that, feel yep mm-hmm. that's awesome too because i was going to bring up that commercial i saw that commercial you had on all your social medias and everything that and uh 90s games it was all about the commercial right yeah, i mean right how long did the commercial for crossfire play it was just like <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah ask anybody like around our age about crossfire and they'll be able to break into it immediately and crossfire, crossfire. <laughs> yeah it's insane yeah it's insane uh and the thing about that i mean that was a board game that everyone remembers and these days you know it's uh i don't know if you could say the same about very you know um gator golf and stuff like that from back in the day yeah i don't i I don't know that you see a lot of commercials for board games anymore andrew i I don't watch a lot of tv i don't watch nickelodeon as much as i used to (laughs) good point yeah there's uh well the commercials are more uh theatrical and and like they have like the movie score and all that stuff. Right, they don't have a fun right. little jingle that explains the game, you know? Right. What's, you get that jingle that explains the game. Everyone knows how to play it because they, they all sing it. Oh, yes, exactly. Yeah, all the commercials these days are directed by uh, a Fast and the Furious director. Right. And, and nobody's nobody's doing just a jingle anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. I've got another idea to write down. Yes. <laughs> a, a board game. game. Uh, here's a board game where you come up with commercials for other board games. How about that? Ooh, I like Ooh, that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Ben, this game, Hydro Soakers, when I was learning more and more about it, uh, it really, to me, it seems like it is ripe for expansions because what you have done is you have created a system in which um, – there are tons of different items you can use, different accessories that you can add to your, you know, um, water gun pack, etc. Tons of different looks of different people, you know, different um, teammates you could add and things like that. Uh, and so I wanted to ask you as a designer, I'm sure you're always coming up with new ideas for a game like, oh, I could add this to this, you know, or I could add that or I could grow this a little bit more. When... When do you decide it's time to just cut it off and you go, all right, this is the game. I'm not going to keep adding stuff to it. I This is the game right now, the core game. If I do something else, it'll just be an extension or an extension. Yeah, that is that is like the hardest thing to do, honestly. Yeah. Um, like you said, like that designer mind, um, you're just always like, oh, this would be cool if I did this. But yeah. The, again, the thing that I kind of pride myself on is having simple rules, streamlined rules. So making those cuts um whenever it makes it a little bit more fiddly and doesn't yep. doesn't run as smoothly that's when i know it's like okay that's gotta go but right there are some i do have like a lot of a lot of ideas but you are right with the um this game is like um 
when you set up the game, when you set up the field, it's all up to you, really. Sure, we have like a set uh, setup in the book, in the rule book, but really, you can have fun with it and set up the game however you like. Yeah, but right. um, with that being said, you can make uh, expansions and throw in other ideas. But again, that that's that remaining role is just is this going to hinder the flow of the game? Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You just and that's where playtesting is so important. You know what I mean? Um, and especially to have even even to have a non-gamer playtester just to be like, does this does this feel like it's getting in the way? You know what I mean? Or slowing yeah. it down? And then they're like, yeah, I think maybe. And it's like, all right, well, maybe this is just an expansion then for for advanced players or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, uh, just a little heads up. I do have like a uh, I'm called tentative title is Winterfest, um, mm. and it's an expansion where um snow would yep. land on the field and there some of the squares would be covered in snow and whenever you hit a target you push them back and if they land in the snow um one of their water cubes in their hydro pack that where they carry their water will turn to ice yep. and then they can carry one less um actual water that they can use to attack yeah and then i can build great. up and you can completely freeze somebody out mm -hmm. so like that's it. um that's something that could come in an expansion after after people have really gotten the, the flow of the game, the rules of the game. Yep, I like that a lot. And like you said, that's something where that's what an expansion is, really. First, you get it, you get to know the game really well and you play through it to the point where it's like, I got it down. And then you add the expansion. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You remember that movie Snow Day from the 90s? Of course. Oh, my gosh. I, I always <laughs> want... I always wanted to build snow forts like that. Never quite lived up to that movie, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just got me thinking about uh, about things from the '90s with this game. Well, yeah. actually, Andrew, it's a it's funny you mentioned uh, thinking about things that made in the '90s pieces of media because uh, one of the last things we want to do with you, Ben, is do a rapid fire this or that. We're just going to launch some uh, a list of things at you, Ben, and we're going to say, would you rather go with this one or that one? And you tell us. Um, if you got some thoughts to follow up with on it, follow up if you don't, and we'll just keep, keep it rolling. Know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. Sounds fun. All right. And you want to lead us off? Yes. All right, Ben, as our resident expert on the nineties, here we go. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you prefer, Ben? Rugrats or Doug? Oh, Rugrats. Hands down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Okay. How about Rocco or Ren and Stimpy? Oh, um, I like Rocco actually. Yeah. Um, Ren and Stimpy got a little too weird for me. I know. I know. It's it's out there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> there were certain episodes of Ren and Stimpy that I was not allowed to watch as a kid. My parents made us turn it off because it was too gross. I remember mm -hmm. that. Although, you know what, Rocco, looking back at it, I, um, I just got that Paramount Plus um, that has yeah. all, their, all their shows on it. And yep. um, I watched an old episode, and some of those got a little wacky. Yes, right. <laughs> right. Right, Rocco was not completely buttoned down too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, yeah, you see uh, some of those now, and you're like, "Wait, this was made for kids?" You know? Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, how about Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Oh, oh that's a good one. Yeah. I switched back and forth, honestly. Yeah, um, I know, right? It's hard to choose, right? You kind of yeah, need both. But, uh, if I had to choose one, I I choose Nickelodeon. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the '90s, it was it was hitting. You know. It's you know what? It's just that orange. 
Okay, Ben, how about uh this is a real tough one. Keenan or Kel? Um oh, man, these are great. Um, <laughs> my first instinct would be Kel, but mm-hmm. I Looking back and watching some of the shows back, I appreciate the subtle, um, the subtle straight man. I guess you can call Keenan. Yes. Right. Um, I just appreciate his comedy so much. I, I can't choose. Uh, no, I have to choose. Hold on. Uh, I'll go Keenan. Mm-hmm. Yep. It makes. I mean, you got to give respect to the to the length of the career too. So that yeah. that counts for something. He's still I mean. going. Oh yeah, absolutely. How about switching it up? And Ben, would you rather? Get the Happy Meal or the Burger King Crown? Burger King Crown. Um, Happy Meal. I don't think I've mm-hmm. ever gotten a Burger King Crown. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, sometimes you would just see people walking around. You'd see tons of kids in the mall with one or something like that. <laughs> you know I mean? But it's not a toy. It's not the same as having a toy, especially oh, in the right. 90s. They and had such good ones. For no, no. whatever was hot, hot at the moment, like the mm-hmm. cartoons or movies or whatever. So, yeah, yep. let's go Happy Meal on that one. If you wanted to get real detailed, the Happy Meal boxes used to, it was like a cardboard box and it used to be a whole play set in itself. You could punch out little spots in it and they they were themed. Uh, Yeah, I do remember that. I I think Hmm. it was like um, the Flintstones movie had come out and I don't know if like the box turned into like a garage or something, but you're right. It was like play set in a box. Yeah. Usually, Mm -hmm. I mean, they'd be too greasy by the time you got it home anyway. Oh, sure. (laughs) Yeah, there's uh, like just like it's uh it's like oh your garage has a bunch of fruit flies and it's yeah, like, right. <laughs> but it might have that McDonald's fry in there. Yeah, exactly. Lucky. All right, what do you think? Uh, Furbies or Beanie Babies? Um, no, that wasn't really my cup of tea, but Beanie Babies. Uh, yeah, just yeah. for the like variety of different animals and stuff. The Furbies, it's all yeah. one species. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Biodiversity is a good point. <laughs> exactly. Well, and also, hey, Beanie Babies, they still might be worth something in the future. And I mean, just being the guy that's still hanging, out, hanging on to the... <laughs> that, right, yeah. Uh, how about uh, Tamagotchi or The Talk Boy, made popular by Home Alone 2? Mm, I never had The Talk Boy, so... Oh, I didn't have a me little... neither, but Andrew did, we just learned recently. Oh, yeah. I did have, a, like, a little Yoda... Tamagotchi. Uh, now yeah. we're talking. Now we're it talking. was awesome. Um, so I'm gonna go with Tamagotchi. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's Yoda. Oh yeah. How about Lunchables or Dunkaroo? Uh, I just saw Dunkaroo in the store today. Like I think it was yes, at a they're doing a re rerun of them. No yeah. way. I'm not too yep. sure if it's gonna be the same thing. If I want to ruin it or not, but. Um, I have had a Lunchable, and it tastes exactly the same. Okay, so. that never changed. Yeah, <laughs> still the same processed everything. Yeah, well, yeah. Dunkaroos too. I mean, come on, ni- I neither of the, neither of them are actual food. But right. uh, <laughs> um, I would go uh, Lunchable on that because you do have those tie-ins too. Um, I, I think there might have been a Nickelodeon one, and that kind of stuff mm. is usually tied in with that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of diversity in in the Lunchables as well too. Let's switch to fashion. How about slap bracelets or pogs? Mm. Slap bracelet. I don't, I don't think I even had a slap bracelet either. Oh, I'm gonna you go haven't pogs. Lived. I had a no talk boy, no slap bracelet. Come on. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did have pogs though. I had a ton of. Oh yeah. Yes. Yep. 
Good. Oh so yeah, I've I've cried over losing Pogs before. So uh, I believe it. I, th- yeah. I almost cried. No, I, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just got something in my eye. Yeah. Uh, the, my favorite one was the little buzzsaw Pogs that were like oh, tucked yeah. in the buzzsaw. Oh man, yeah. if I lost those, I'm definitely crying. I know, I know. And how genius was it to just simply make like a two cent, you know, cardboard disc and you sell it for whatever, a buck or yep. something. And you know what? Just make a game out of it. And just and make then, a game oh, out of it, it you know? Yeah. yeah. We need to get hydro soakers on a pog. I think that's... Uh, mm. Oh, my goodness. That is a smart idea as a tie-in, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's genius. That's going on the list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we need to get Hydra Soakers Happy Meals. So just talk to the people at McDonald's. Okay, Ben, here's a real tough one for you. How about listening to the AOL dial-up sound or watching the TV show Friends? Which one do you prefer? Oh, my goodness. Um, if you can't tell, I do not like the show Friends. Yeah. Would you Would you rather listen to a bunch of uh, you oh. know s- static feedback? Uh, no, and I get or, <laughs> or yeah, or do you want to listen to the AOL dialogue? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well gosh, done. I don't know. Um, let's go AOL just for the yeah. nostalgia. That's a correct yeah, choice. Yeah, just for nostalgia. That's yeah, a correct yeah. choice, Ben. Good. You pass it back. And also, it, that's how you know you're connected to the internet. Exactly. You know? Otherwise, how, you know do, you, how do you even know these days? Right? How do you even know these days? You know what I mean? <laughs> Ben, how about Goosebumps, as you mentioned earlier, or Magic Eye? You got to pick one. Ooh. You know what? I could rarely get the Magic Eye to work. Um, so I'm going with Goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goosebumps is good, but I I have honed myself into a Magic Eye master. And, really? Um, yep. And so I love... I I still don't know how it's done, quite frankly. So yeah. it's magic to me every time. So I sometimes think I, I think there there's nothing there, and you just have a kid just looking at a book for twenty minutes trying to figure it out. <laughs> That's actually a good prank, honestly. Good prank. <laughs> oh yeah, that is really good. It, you call it magic eye or whatever. Well, I guess you copyright stuff, but and then, but then <laughs> then you just don't, and then you're just like, well, I mean, you know, you just assumed it was that there was an Im- hidden image, right? Yeah. Uh, well, now, since Goosebumps won, I got a follow-up. Goosebumps or Animorphs? Oh, I see. I thought you were going to go with Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, like that's a, another good one. Animorphs. I was never into... Um, mm-hmm. I was never really into that. Um, I know what you're talking about. I love the covers. Yeah. yeah. Honestly... Changed. Yeah, I don't think I, I ever read. I don't think I read a single one of them. I read tons of Goosebumps books. I don't think I ever yeah. read an Animorphs book, but I've seen so many covers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are iconic. I never really got past the cover, honestly. So yeah, I don't know that you have to. Yeah, yeah you really don't. But the Goosebumps covers are good, and the insides of them are good too. So it's like, oh, yeah, yeah right. I think I think you got to go Goosebumps. Running your finger across the Goosebumps title. Oh just, yeah. You yep. Can't beat yep. It. Yep. Okay, Reading Ben. Title on it. Okay, how about this one? I'm not sure. Pete and I weren't sure if this is like a regional thing or not, but okay. Chuck E. Cheese. I know everybody knows Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Sure. Cheese or Discovery Zone? DZ Discovery okay. Zone. Yeah, I know Discovery Zone. Nice. Okay, you did have um, those in your area. Okay. Um, that is a good one too. Um, I'm going to go Chuck E. Cheese. Ooh. Okay. 
Now, yeah, why? I think there was maybe like more arcade games. I think it's yeah, more like um, I guess maybe more real like popular games maybe uh-huh. there. Um, uh-huh. but then the cardboard pizza was just delicious when I was a kid. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. Well, now, I think you still get that these days. I think they they have done and Chuck E. Cheese has done what they what a phenomenon they call to they call a ghost kitchen, which is they are selling their food uh, under the guise under the name of like another restaurant. Basically, it's called really? I can't remember what they call it. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, um, it's something like they... San Luigi's Pizza Station or something like that. But it's actually just another name for the. It's coming from Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I think uh, uh, I don't know if this <laughs> tastes the same or not, but um, I think yeah, it's the I'd be same exact pizza as like a child's birthday party there would get. Um, but they just like uh, yeah, they and you don't come in to get it. Like they just it's like delivery only or something like that. Or and and so you would never know because if you you never like show up at Chuck E. Cheese to pick it up, it like just shows up at your door with a different name on oh, it. Oh gosh, but that people people really have stingy. discovered. Yes, exactly. But people have discovered they're like, hold on, the address is the same as Chuck. E. You know what I mean, like that. Kind of right, thing. right. Huh. I always preferred Discovery Zone. Just I was more of a uh, the you know tubes kind of guy. I, they had a way better, bigger tube setup, uh, ball pits and slides, et cetera. Oh I yeah, just, yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, Ben, how about ball pits or tube slides? Now you have uh, ball pits in the game built into the game hydro as a way of kind of taking some cover um so if you had to choose between ball pits or those tube slides what would you choose yeah i'm going ball pit it's not Mm -hmm. hygienic at all but um i do have them in the game and uh i thought maybe um originally i had like little walls that um would actually stand up they'd be little standy walls Yep. But again, it was all too fiddly and uh, they wouldn't really like moving the, sta- the character standy into the same square. It was all fiddly. So yep. like, what can I use as cover? All right. What if they just run and dive into a ball pit and just kind of hide in there? And then, I love it. So it just became a, uh, just a tile and then you sit it down and it's just it's so easy and just it's, it was so much easier. I'm just glad I made that decision. Yeah, it works great because you, you can really picture them popping in and popping out very right. easily. So. But uh, yeah, I'm going with ball pits. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's one for you, Ben. How about WCW or WWF? All right. We, okay, I think we're friends now. <laughs> oh, wait, did I say that? Oh, we, we, uh, that cannot uh-oh. be allowed here. That cannot be allowed. Sorry. Yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, request denied, uh, Ben, because oh, uh, otherwise we would have to disband the old podcast. So. Okay. All right. We're not friends, <laughs> but this is a great one. And I did the same thing with this WCW and WWF, I'll call it, um, right. as I did with Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. I was just switching back and forth. You can't but, choose, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest with you, I was a WCW guy. Wow. Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I came in right right at that time, and um, right when like the NWO was starting, mm-hmm. and, yeah. um, I lost interest after a little bit, but. Um, yeah, man, WCW, that was like the NWO, that all that was like the hottest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Goldberg and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, and I uh, and what I happen to see on your website that you have an idea and are working on uh, a board game called VHS Wrestling, right? Which oh, my goodness, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, um, I actually just ordered, I, um, ordered a prototype copy. Awesome. And again, that's like, it's going to be simple, easy, quick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not as 
um, involved as Hydra Soakers, but um, it's more to just pull out and kind of have a quick match. And um, yep. you could sit there and, and play, and there's these cards that you can draw that would almost book your next match um, in which you could be attacked by another wrestler. You know, maybe it'll be a no DQ match. You can use weapons. And yep. it all... Um, it all hinges on just dice rolling and it's just so nice. it's, it's fun it's quick i think it'll be a good one yeah yeah it. andrew as soon as, as soon as you said dice rolling it's all about dice rolling andrew's hat spun around his head like uh <laughs> like a propeller he loves it you're combining um, pro wrestling and dice now i'm geez, sign me up my yeah. horse. ben i got one last this or that for you uh and possibly the most important one ben nerf or nothing Nerf. I'm going Nerf. <laughs> All right, good question. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah. I don't want nothing. I want Nerf. Nobody wants nothing. You know what I mean? And I it is something. Nerf or nothing. So, yeah, it is. You know? Well, Ben, thank you so much for not only playing this or that with us, but also just sharing your time with us and talking about your game and what it's like to be a designer and just, uh, you know, joining us in general. It's a real pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Oh, man, it was, this Oops. was so much fun. I mean, right? uh, I just said my friend. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Uh, we're getting into some hot water here. Oh, wait, so it was accepted then. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, listen, it's it's caught up in the bureaucracy, the red tape. Right. You know what I mean? So A lot of a lot of paperwork. A lot of okay, paperwork. Okay, so officially right now, we're not friends. Pending. That's right. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, no, this was a ton of fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. I really appreciate you guys reaching out and just kind of yeah. just hearing me out. I'm not – on the same level with any of those big heavy hitters or, or anything. So it's that's just what been, we like, uh, Andrew. It's no, been a real you know pleasure. I mean? Yeah. We really appreciate it. I mean, neither are we, you know what I mean? We're all in this together. We're, uh, you know, it's, it's about creating things, um, yourself, you know what I mean? And then just running with it. So we can dig yeah. it. And I think all of our listeners can appreciate that too. Well, that's and totally speaking great. of, thank you. Absolutely, Ben. Speaking of our listeners, I just want to remind all our listeners to uh, make sure you tune in uh, next time. we got another bonus episode coming for you in a few weeks, probably. Um, mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. sure when. You never know when it can show up in your little feed, yeah. so always pay attention. Pay attention Good to all point. our social media. And that and is a feature, I would say, Andrew, that we plan on that uh, being the case. And it's kind of a fun thing. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's a surprise. That you'll never know when it's coming. It's, uh, right. it's on purpose, and it's you know, it's a good thing. Thanks again to Ben from Upsize Fun. Uh, and uh, we hope you tune in next time, everybody. Take care. Take care. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?